Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb show broadcast live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Uh, quick question for you, Ramos. Have you have you gotten into Andor? I have. I missed uh, last night's episode because we were trying to catch up on the, the crown on Netflix before. I know season five started, but we wanted to try to get as many in as we could. And then I realized it was Wednesday and Andor had uh, had their next episode out. So we'll watch it tonight. It's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, nine was probably the best episode to date. Ten is even better. Nine was very good. Yes. Yeah. It's starting to kind of come together. You're like, what was I? What? It's so un-Star Wars like set in a Star Wars setting. And then you start to kind of understand it. It's a, I like it. It's a good show. The Crown you'd recommend? I do, you know, with the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, even though I love history, so I said, you know what, I'm going to watch The Crown, and it's been out for a while, obviously, 
I started, I really enjoyed Claire Foy. She played Queen Elizabeth the first two seasons as a young Queen Elizabeth. Uh, now we're in the third season. So they, they switch their cast, Doug, every two years. They just get rid of everybody that was in the first two years. And now they have a whole new cast playing different characters, obviously, as the queen grows older and stuff like that. So um, this one's a little bit more historical now in the third year where it's not as kind of soap opery. It's more dramatic now. So um, I'm getting into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know if I would use that as a historical guide. Right? Like, <laughs> no, no, like, yeah. You know, historical guide, like, no, this is what really happened. No, no, no. Did you read about that? Like, no, I saw it in the Queen, so that if I saw it. Yeah. But that, that's honestly what, I mean, people. Yes, you're right. People swear, people think if it's a, if it's, if it's a show, it becomes the truth. And if it's documentary, well, then there's no questioning it at all. Right. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of of this the the Kyrie Irving thing which is like it's not close to a documentary and it's even less close to being factually accurate you know like to whose standard is this is this the truth um anyway that's that's an interesting one what about you uh uh Jay Stu you know we're we're getting into there's I don't know if you saw this it's like 3,500 college basketball games next three days um you got college football you got rivalry games this this weekend and of course the NFL cranking up big one tonight so streaming is kind of like a Tuesday and Wednesday and sometimes Friday event if you're going to do it at night. Where are you in the streaming? We're talking about uh, shows to binge and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, where, where, what are you currently on? Um, doing this thing called the uh, the Patient. It's a, the Steve Carell show on uh, on Hulu. He's abducted by a serial killer, um, and he's a he's a psychologist. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if I'd recommend it. And by the way, I, I recommended... It's pretty um, cool, but I don't know. I'm watching it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. It's one of those things where you get so invested. You're yeah, like you six episodes it. in, and like, you're like, I just, I want just to finish, finish this it. Thing. Yeah, so, I got it. Yeah. And then, uh, but Ramos... I do that at restaurants, by the way. Say again? I do that at restaurants, where I, I order something, and I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, I don't want to be the guy that leaves a bunch of food in his plate. Just be wasteful. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys are like that. Like, look, last night... So you last just night, eat it? You just eat it even oh, if you're yeah. not... Okay. Step it down, absolutely. I don't want to be that guy. Oh, I never I never send food back. I, I should, but I never do. No, I'm not talking about sending it back. I'm just talking about, like, leaving a plate full of food. Yeah, I can't I, do like, that. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, I don't know. I, I, I guess... You know, I I never we never got to order appetizers as kids. So when I order appetizers, like everybody's gonna eat that appetizer. You can order your entree, that's fine. You're gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it anyway. That that's my same feeling. I'm binging. Okay, so you said the patience of maybe that sounds like a no. What else? The, uh, and by the way, I when we were watching the funeral for the queen, I said to John, I'm like, have you seen the crown? He's like, no, not yet. I, he said, you should watch it. I that was my recommendation. I recommended it to John. Um, I'm John, I'm, John, how come there was no credit given? Yeah, no, that, that's, that was really weird. That's, John. That's like not, you came not up usually out on your own. I, 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 I believe that you need to put yes. that thing because no, you, I you believe be, Jason some places, some friend groups you'd get expelled from schools. You get expelled from some friend groups You get expelled from, from not crediting I, the guy who turned you on to the show. I believe Jason. I don't quite remember. So that's why, but I, if he did and I appreciate that, I apologize. Senator, I don't recall that conversation. <laughs> I'd be the fifth. <laughs> Oh man, Ilo. Uh, what about you? Your Ilo is a cord cutter, oh, so that boy. means we ask him. Ilo has no idea about 
the actual sports, unless tonight this is like right in his alley, right? It's like Amazon, like, man, I've been using. But now, by the way, by the way, their de- duplicate codes are going away from Netflix. Uh, Isla, what are you streaming on right now? I'm, ha- I'm going to have to adjust to that. I will be uh, tuning in to Amazon tonight, uh, thanks to John Ramos. By the way, it's uh, I, I don't want to, you know, uh, expose any behind the scenes dirty details here. But anybody else find it creepy that Ramos's password is Big Stud 88? I was a little troubled by that. But anyway, I will be uh, tuning in. That was a joke, by the way. Uh, no, I will be That's tuning in. That's actually Suzanne's password. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God. I will be... Here's why I'm going to be tuning in in particular <laughs> tonight. Uh, poor Al Michaels, who's one of my all-time favorites. You could just tell the exasperation from having gone to the absolute premier game to the slop he's had to deal with in, in recent weeks. This has been the best on-paper matchup in the last, what, month? So I'm just hoping that it'll at least live up to that and not be a complete dog because I'm concerned about his mental health, frankly. Why are we concerned about Al Michaels? Because... I, I, what you're saying is is not... Um, you're, you're not the only one who said it, but like, look, dude, if you're going to take that big check and you're going to keep doing this and you're going to leave NBC, like, and you're, you're going to a startup, like this is part of doing a startup. I mean, I, you know, I, I've done the startup with, with the radio network. That wasn't easy, but it's part of those things. You got to convince yourself like, Hey man, I got, I got to be me. I got to keep doing my thing. Cause eventually the network will catch up to me. Right. Chief, Chiefs Chargers was one thing. Uh, Packers and, and Titans is fine. But the problem is, no matter how much money Amazon pays or anybody pays for Thursday night, every team has to play at least one Thursday night game. So they're getting saddled with Dolphins, Bengals, Colts, Broncos, Commanders, Bears. And literally his name is, is trending for that reason every Thursday night. So uh, I found that amusing. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. There. Unmatched selection of fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, earlier this week, earlier this week, uh, Mark Davis gave the uh, vote of confidence to Josh McDaniels as his head coach. We'll get back to that in a second. First, let's get some breaking news. Here's Isaac Lowenkron. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Tim Graham, who covers the Buffalo Bills for The Athletic, is just reporting that the Browns-Bills game is being moved to Detroit. And now, just within the last few moments, the Cleveland Plain Dealer is reporting that as well. So two sources, uh, two outlets reporting that the Browns-Bills game is indeed being moved from Buffalo to Detroit. Back to you. Why? Oh, because of snow? Yeah, the blizzard. Really? Yeah, not so much the game day, but leading up to the game day, it would mess with their logistics so much uh, that that's why they would be moving it. Like you didn't know you had a game in Buffalo. They've had games in Buffalo in the in the in the blizzard in blizzards before. Right. No, it's it's just this particular storm. Uh, the timing of when it's supposed to hit, it. it would play. I it. Yeah, I got it. How much snow are they getting in Buffalo? Coming up here. They've had years where they've had just so much snow. It's crazy. You know, you get that lake effect and it just dumps on them. Um, do we know, do we know in inches on how many, how many inches they're, they're supposed to get? I'm looking at here and um, four feet of snow. <laughs> do people understand how much four feet of snow is? Uh, Jason, you've never lived anywhere else, right? Jason? I've never lived anywhere else. <laughs> 
but my entire family is from upstate New York. What are you eating? You, We're you, both you, eating, Doug. You could not okay. have caught me at a worse time. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. A I didn't see very anything, full mouth of peanut butter. There's a conspiracy. Oh. There, Doug, there's a conspiracy theory around here that you yeah. have a secret camera <laughs> just to see when Ramos and Stewart are, are eating at the well, same time. No, here's what happens. Here's what happens. For, for me, I have to time it out, right? I got, I got a couple minutes in between for breaks. And then oftentimes we record things during breaks. So now it becomes super. My problem is not with the time I have to eat. It's that I have a tendency when I eat really fast to get the hiccups and the hiccups become bad. But I get accused all the time from like listeners. I'll get a mo like, dude, stop eating when you're, I'm like, I'm not eating. That's the guys. And honestly, I'm just going to be totally honest with you guys. I actually like that you're eating. I actually like it. And, and if you're a listener and you don't like that you're eating, like we don't, I don't really care because I want this, I want it to be as natural and real a radio show. Like, uh, you want us to sound all oh, buttoned <laughs> up. You want us to write out our takes, we can and have a, well, I go to you and then you go to me. I don't like that. Like, it's around lunchtime. We're, we all sitting around here watching, eating snacks and talking sports and talking dude stuff. Like, that's the deal. So I'm not mad at you. It's just a peanut butter sandwich, though, no jelly. Oh no! I, I put some jelly on there, but I got a, like a fat scoop of peanut butter. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I put it in my mouth, yeah. you went to me. Yeah. At that point, there's no extracting. Right. I just yeah. need to suck it up and swallow or whatever. But it, to answer your question, pause. My entire upst- my entire family is from upstate New York in western uh-huh. New York, uh-huh. so I'm very familiar with the snowfall out there. And as you said, the lake effect. Uh, four feet of snow is a ton of snow gigantic not fun to be in no uh i don't know if it's not like after it's done like the sledding has got to be insane right insane i don't know if i got i never told you guys no one no one knows this this is a great story so when i moved to connecticut to work at espn i used to work nights i worked uh i had a show with 7p to 1 a.m and after like my first winter I had, uh, I sold my sedan and I got a pickup, which by the way, at the time, like here's where you're a dope that lives in Southern California. Now, I'd had a pickup before, but I got, I had, had an F-150 and I got like a Silverado, uh, which is a, which was great. The problem with pickups in the snow is if you don't put anything in the back, they're super, super light. You think everybody like people who don't know, think like a, uh, a truck is like a heavy duty and it's really not the, the bed is very, very light. And so you're. You're going to fly around in the snow, even if you have, even if you put in four wheel drive, it's not great. But, but I just, I thought of this thing where I was like, you know, I get home at one thirty anyway. Like it's not that much money to buy one of those uh, hitches that hitch to the front to do a snow plow. Like I could totally do my job and then come home and plow everybody in the neighborhood's driveway and then like make, you know, do you do like a hundred bucks a time? Like, and I was counting the driveways, like there's 20 driveways on my street. Like dude, every, literally every time it snows, I make two grand. If it snows 10 times in a year, you know, think about the money that I'm making. That's awesome. And then I was like, no, nah, no, I don't want to do that because yeah, then I'd have to get there and hook it up and then make sure that I put the, the make sure that I, it's like a delicate art to how you do it. Um, plowing four feet of snow, that's a lot. And that's one of those, you can't wait till it all falls. Like, well, I'll just wait till it falls and I'll clear it off. Like, no, you get buried in. And, and four feet of snow does not count the snow drifts. Snow drifts are like, that's, that's like, that's like the baseline snow drifts. You'll get like eight or nine foot snow drifts. That's a crazy amount of snow. Crazy. Idlo, have you ever lived where it snows? 
<laughs> no, I've lived in Southern California literally my entire life, despite many, many attempts to move elsewhere and many Southern California listeners encouraging me to move elsewhere to the point of sending me one-way tickets. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's hysterical. That's a lot of snow. It's a lot of snow. So much so they're moving to Detroit. Uh like you lost a home game because of the snow. My favorite part of the new Bill Stadium is it's it's outdoors, right? There's no dome, there's no retractable, no nothing. Like, hey, we leave without we playing the snow. Like, yeah, but you might actually lose a game because of it. That's that part is crazy, crazy. Uh, by the way, here this is Derek Carr. He was asked about uh, Mark Davis backing Josh McDaniels this week. I have a little trouble with the computer there. You know, for for nine years and everything that we've all seen and and been through and it, some tragedies and all all the all the stuff, right? I, I'm so happy to hear that you know Mr. Davis feels that way. You know, I'm so happy that you know he loves Josh, he loves Dave, he believes in him, and it kind of just like gave us a breath, like yes, like let's just let's just get better. You know, let's just be let's work on being a better football team. Let's go try and win all these games. Let's go try and do all that, of course, but let's just be a better football team. And it kind of just let us know that the process, trust that process well there is a process and we do have time during the season right now that we know like who our leader is and we know that we're rolling and 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 that gives us confidence as a football team so it absolutely when he came out and did that you know like thank you know thank goodness you know that kind of thing okay i do not know what's going on with his accent it's getting worse not better it's so odd and then that was just a bunch of word salad i i think he wants consistency he knows that the coach is not the problem I forget who we had on earlier. This, this I think it was uh, um, Charles Robinson who said that that Devonte and uh, that that Derek Carr huddled with Devonte and Josh McDaniels, and it's about other guys in the locker room not being bought in, not being all about it. Right? It's honestly, it's the Vegas effect. There was a lot of concerns about it. Like, can guys function in Vegas? There's a lot of other things to do in Vegas, not not name football, and that seems to be. Some of what's what's bothering these guys, but what is going on with Derek Carr's accent? Like, what what are you doing? Like, I I I know he went to high school and lived in Sugarland, Texas, for a little while. But I and then he played for Gruden, who had that Ohio accent. It just feels like he's gathered a bunch of different accents and come up with this thing that he only does to the media. And there's no way when he's at home that's how he speaks. Can I hear that again? Let me hear that again. It's a really long cut that he says nothing on. But let's try and figure out exactly what this accent is. It really did. You know, just being here, you know, for for nine years and everything that we've all seen and, and been through and it, some tragedies and all, all the all the stuff, right? I, I'm so happy to hear that, you know, Mr. Davis feels that way, you know. What do you think there, Jay Stu? How can you identify what that accent is? It sounds like a, an actor who has been taking courses on how to sound Southern, and he's just kind of doing a botched job at it. it there, there's, no, um, there's no way to identify its origin. It's really strange. Mm. Ramos had a great line the other day. He said that it sounds like uh, Elvis. And then we were oh. listening to the network later in the day, and we and somebody the, uh, else. Those hosts were like, "He sounds exactly like Elvis, <laughs> stealing John's material." <laughs> he didn't sound as much like Elvis on that one. He sounded more like Elvis on the one where he was crying uh, the other, or I shouldn't say crying, emotional. Like 
does sound like Elvis. Yeah. The emotional one was a lot more of an Elvis sound. That one, not as much, but I'm just trying to see if I can find a Derek Carr from earlier in the season. Or earlier in his life. I like yeah, earlier in his life. Yeah. Earlier in his life and, and see what it does. Maybe he's taking on Elvis. That's a good, that's a good one. Really, really good one. What were you going to say? Um, this is from November. So it's about, okay. about a month a month. Well, we're in November gotten, right now. Let's see if it's got more. <laughs> I, thought we're in, I thought we're in December right now. Okay, uh, here's from October. Let's see how this okay. sounds. Whenever you know we get everybody back and healthy, it'll be awesome. But that doesn't guarantee that we'll win more games. You know, a little no, bit of a twang there, right? It's the same. No, it's the same. It's this weird kind of confluence. Like I kind of took on. I mean, Lincoln Riley has it. Lincoln Riley is from. I think he's from Texas, but you know he. Coach with Bob Stoops. Okay. And so if you listen to him, he sounds like he's from Ohio. He's got that Stoops accent. You know, and, and people assimilate to the people that are around them, right? Obviously, except maybe at LSU. Um, but that's a weird, it's a weird thing that's going on there. Yeah, I don't even know what he said either. Like, I have no, I, I'm so lost. He just, there were just odd things about let's roll, we're rolling. You're not rolling, you're bad. And all he has to say is, I don't blame the coach either. Good. Mark Davis, that's my head coach. I'm playing for him. There's a lot of words out in there. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See, things I thought you could never have too much of, right? You never have too much fun. You never be too drunk to fish. And apparently, I thought you could never have too much snow in Buffalo. But I am proven wrong as the Buffalo Bills game against the Detroit Lions is going to move indoors to Ford Field for public safety uh, issues. Brandon Whedon joins us. He was a former starting quarterback in Cleveland, in Dallas, in Houston. He joins us weekly here on the show. Uh, worst weather you've ever played quarterback in? Um, we played a game in Cleveland. Um, I mean, the wind chills were like low single digits. I think temperature was about probably 10 or 11. And, and it was kind of a pretty heavy rain. And it was just blowing sideways. And in Cleveland, you get that lake effect. You know, the wind obviously blows pretty much every day. But um, you know, when it's raining, it's cold, mixed in flurries, and the wind's blowing like that. You know, once you get your uniform wet, I remember a lot of guys changed uniforms at time. It was so cold. I mean, it just it cuts down the bone. So that we were playing the Chargers. I think we end up winning uh, seven to six. Um, pretty good game. Philip Rivers, you know, <laughs> was kind of the survival of the fittest. Who could run it and who could complete little short passes? It was it was miserable. Just pretty much okay, the worst so possible. When you're playing and it's really windy, right? Like when we play video games, I okay, remember like kickers in video games, right? Like you aim to the side and the wind blows it in or whatever. <laughs> how, how do you do it? Like, do you, do, can you actually calculate how much you need to throw the ball more to left? Because if the wind's blowing left to right, can you actually make that? Or are you like, look, I got a big arm. I'm just going to try and cut it like I normally do. The hardest for me is a, as a right-hander thrower. The hardest wind for me was a hard wind off the left from left to right just because – you know, the spin of the ball, and you almost got to get kind of on more on the side of it. And, you know, especially a ball that's got some – you're putting some air on the ball. It's just hard to – the ball wants to turn, kind of wants to start to flutter, and it's just hard to be accurate. I, What's crazy is a lot of guys don't like throwing into the wind. I felt like I always threw a pretty tight spiral, and I didn't mind throwing into the wind as much. Sometimes throwing downwind can get a little tricky. So every throw is different. I mean, it depends on, you know, if it's a, if it's a slant. For me, it was just grip it tight, throw a spiral – and throw it hard. Now, if I'm throwing the wind, you got to do the same thing. You got to make sure you throw a spiral. If you throw a wobbly ball, it's going to get get ugly. Uh, but the crosswinds, crosswinds are definitely definitely the hardest. But you know, if let's say you're throwing a go ball, go ball, 
you know, our, our landing area was always, if they get a clean release, so it's 43 to 45 yards on the red line, which is five yards inside the, the sideline. And so my, my point is, you know, I'm, I'm judging as best as I can, right? I mean, I'm hoping that receiver gives me some room. I'm going to start the ball if it's left to right. I'm going to start the ball a little bit further inside than I normally do and hope that, you know, he's going to give me four or five yards on the sideline. If I do miss, the wind takes it. He's still got room to make play. But, yeah, the, the side winds are they're tough, man. But in, into the wind, downwind, never had a ton of problem with. But with that one off the lips, it's just like my golf game, man. Like, I get up there, if I have a driver in my hand, if I've got a left to right wind, I'm just <laughs> – I'm I'm not it gets in my head and I'm not very I'm not mentally strong to to hit that shot so same with throwing football just with the way the ball spins for a righty it's, it's tough. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what did you think about how the Cowboys played in Green Bay last weekend? You know I, I saw the first three quarters. I had to take my little man to basketball practice, so I didn't get a chance to see the fourth. But when I left, they were up fourteen. I thought they were playing you know pretty well. Obviously Rodgers. Thumb is, is, you know, not feeling good, and so they're running the football and, and running the football pretty effectively. That's been, in my opinion, from what I've seen from Dallas, that worries me probably more than anything. Yeah, they can get after the passer. I mean, they've got a good pass rush, but if you have a good run game where you know those offensive linemen are coming off the ball, getting your double teams, getting the second level, teams have ran the football right at them, and I, and I think that's going to be kind of the difference as as the year goes on. Colder weather, teams are going to want to run the football. Um, Obviously, when they go to Philly, I think they go back to Philly. They got you know they're going to do the same thing. So that's been the the issue. I was I was surprised that they uh, they blew that fourteen point lead. I really was. Whenever I checked my phone, so I was in overtime. I I was kind of shocked. But um, so I mean, you know, Dag didn't play great. I mean, I, I still think Zeke is having a having a really good year. Pollard's having a good year too. But you know, when you have both those guys back there, it makes it a little bit easier on on Dak. But uh, I was shocked to to see they blew that lead. Yeah, I, I I was I was intrigued. Now you have Green Bay. This is like a must-win Green uh, game for Green Bay. Obviously, they're running it a, a ton, um, but it was Christian Watson breaking out, getting open, actually catching the football. What's that like to work with a wide receiver who does all the things but but struggles to catch it? Yeah, good for him, right? I mean, he's catching a lot of heat for for a lot of the drops. Um, you know, as, as a quarterback. You know, there may be five guys active that are receivers. So, you know, those are your five guys. So, whatever the play design is, if it's designed to to go to him, I mean, you got to trust him. I mean, he's in the NFL for a reason. He's obviously a big dude. He can run. He's talented. He just had some drops. So, that's a confidence thing. I mean, it, it's, again, going back to like being a kicker. Or, you know, it's it's it gets in your head a little bit. And I think some of those receivers start, you know, maybe thinking a little bit too much and, and the drops get to him. But I was happy to see him. He'll bounce back and have a huge game. I mean, you know, he's caught a lot of again a lot of criticism. Rodgers is a very probably a lot of pretty tough guy to play with because he he demands a lot out of receivers. They do a lot at the line of scrimmage. He asks a lot of those guys. And if you're a young player, the last thing you want to do is is lose trust of of Rodgers because he's um, you know he's, he's one of the best of all time and and he's got so much freedom at the line of scrimmage. So you want to be a guy that you know that can be dependable and. You know, he's still a young player. I mean, I was I was impressed and I was glad that he kept you know throwing the football to him and giving him more opportunities to make plays because um, it's in there, you know, and it's just about being consistent. So as a quarterback, I was I mean, it, it happens, right? Like I've heard Brady say it a million times, it's like drops are going to happen every once in a while. Quarterbacks can throw bad balls. They're gonna be, it's not going to be perfect all the time. They make us look good at times. We got to make them look good at times, and and uh, that's just part of it. You know, I mean, it's frustrating on both sides, but. 
um, I was glad to see he kept going back to him. This was uh, former Broncos offensive lineman Tyler Columbus. Now, he played two different strings for the Broncos. 2015 was the last time. But he had this to say on, on uh, he's a talk show host in Denver, had this to say about Russell Wilson. Probably over the last two, three weeks, you've had Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett have their first real marital problems, uh, disagreements on on the philosophy of the offense. Uh, and there's so, there's been some behind-the-scenes conversations about those disagreements, about how they should be calling plays. More concerning to me, though, Russell is losing his mind out there. He's losing his mind. He, he's at the line of scrimmage using audibles from, from the Seahawks. The guys don't know what the audibles are. I, I mean, he, he's using code words. The, the guys don't know what the code words from are. The last offense, and, and they're coming back to the huddle, and they're like, "Dude, what are you what are you saying up there? We don't know what the play. We don't know what that is." He, he he's 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 losing his mind right now. Had you ever done that? Where you where you you you're in Dallas and you start calling Cleveland audibles? You're in Houston, you start using Dallas audibles. <laughs> no, that I, I hadn't heard that. That's honestly the first one I heard to know that. That's kind of eye-opening. I mean, that's, I don't know if that's lack of preparation or, I don't know, that that I've never heard, I've never heard a quarterback doing that. I mean, there's some, something's up. I mean, he's, to me, he looks, heads in the pocket, he looks heavy. He doesn't look like he's moving very well. He had one run the other night I saw that was pretty good, kind of, you know, vintage Russell Wilson. He looked, he doesn't look like he's really in shape. He looks, he just looks like he's playing a lot slower than he used to mentally and physically. Um, but yeah, but doing that at the line of scrimmage, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I'm guessing here, but to me, that's just a, a lack of preparation and, you know, just, well, I don't know. Your, kind your, it's kind of your, it's, well, it's kind of your default, right? Like you have done one thing, one, but that's a, it's a, it's a weird one. Uh, it's a, it's an odd one. I just, <laughs> that's, a, that's a different deal. I've never, I'm not sure I've ever seen that or heard that. You know, you and I talked about Jeff Saturday mm-hmm. last week and we talked about how you were mentioning all the great tackles you played with and Frederick in Dallas and how smart those guys were. Um, granted, they took on the Raiders who aren't aren't doing well, but I mean, so far so good. How much harder will it be for Jeff Saturday as time goes on? Well, I mean, it's going to be hard for him the rest of the year. I mean, there's still going to be people out there that are, you know, they're going to doubt, you know, the decision by Jim Irsay to bring him in. I mean, he's going to have a spotlight on him. Um, but I mean, the guy can obviously rally rally a locker room. He can obviously say the right things to get guys fired up. He's a Obviously, we said it last week. He's a brilliant guy. Um, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. Um, you know, I know they probably still have to play Houston, which they should should beat. Um, Jacksonville, you never know what you're going to get. So, if, I mean, they've you know, it's not any worse than it was before with Frank Reich. Let's just call it that. I mean, so you know, it's they not the, like they brought they the Eagles. Or, they got the Eagles this week, so it's it's that's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's you know, again, as a former player. Um, I thought it got blown a little bit out of proportion. I mean, it's a little unorthodox. You don't see it every day, so people kind of kind of instantly freak out. But um, you know, when a team's reeling, I mean, it's it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I think I, I don't necessarily hate the move. I you know just maybe because I have a lot of respect for Jeff Saturday and what he did in the league, and you know I like listening to him on TV. Maybe that's one that's how I judge my my uh, my judgment there. But uh, no, I you know. It's going to get tougher for him. I mean, he's going to face criticism if he makes bad decisions, you know, with timeouts or game management or something like that. I mean, he's going to catch a lot of backlash. And uh, that's just that's part of being a head coach, but that's part of being a, a guy that's never coached at that level in the league. So uh, I'm pulling for him, man. I, I think it's, um, you know, good for him. Uh, you know, maybe it lit a little fire and, and uh, got those guys in that locker room kind of eager to play because it's, 
it's not fun, man. When you're losing, and there's no, there's, no matter what you're doing, it's not fun if you're losing. But at that level, when you lose in the NFL, you know those weeks feel like like months. I mean, it just it, it takes forever to play the next one. So um, no, I'm, I'm pulling for it. I think it's kind of a kind of unique story and kind of a cool story. Uh, Bedlam's coming up um, for for somebody like it's become a rivalry which has now reached and this year not as much national headlines. But it's a traditionally hammer-in-the-nail rivalry, right? Like 90% of the wins have been Oklahoma. Um, you've played in it. You've won the game, right? Your last, I think your last game in Stillwater, you beat Oklahoma, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I was on, I was on the sideline. That was, that was a cold day, cold, windy day, too. But your ball cut right, cut, cut, right through that, cut right through that wind. For somebody who does, has no idea about that rivalry, what's it really like? Uh, it's... I mean, they call it Bedlam for a reason. I mean, there's there's been years where, you know, maybe Oklahoma State wasn't obviously not near as talented as OU, and and um, Oklahoma State finds a way to get wins. And then there's been a lot of years where Oklahoma State's had some pretty talented teams. I've been on a couple of them, and I remember like it was clear as day when we went down to Norman in 2009, and I don't think we crossed the 50. And we had a bunch of NFL guys on that team that were we were a pretty good football team, and they just they drummed us, they hit us in the mouth, and whew, it was. It was bad, um, but it's just—I mean, you know, around here, you know, it's—it's it's pretty red heavy, especially in Oklahoma City. You get up to Tulsa, it gets a little more orange, but um, just—it's one of those games that, you know, Oklahoma's struggling, right? I mean, they're—if they win this game, they get bowl eligible. Well, I mean, who, well, why are we talking about Oklahoma being bowl eligible? It's just kind of a unique year for them. But this—this this rivalry is awesome. Who knows how long it's going to be around? Uh, sounds like Coach Gundy, if he has any say, he doesn't want it to, doesn't want it to continue, which which makes sense really for both sides. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great rivalry. I think it's one of the more underrated rivalries in college football. Um, there's some great ones across the country, but I think this one's got to be mentioned up there with some of the best. I mean, there's been some great games, there's been some great players, great quarterbacks, great coaches. It's just a it's a good rivalry. It's always one of the last games of the year. Um, in the last you know twelve fifteen years, it's kind of decided the Big Twelve uh, Big Twelve championship. Who goes and you know who gets booted from it? So it's a it's a good rivalry as a player. Kind of a notch in my belt. I mean, that's that's why one of the main reasons I came back to Stillwater my senior year is I want to beat Oklahoma. And I know if we beat Oklahoma, chances are if we stayed healthy, we had that would have been you know kind of the, the game to kind of clinch the Big Twelve title. And, and that's exactly what happened. We, we smoked in my senior year, and and it made it all great. It's just uh, I've got a bunch of OU buddies. I was just hanging out with some earlier, and you know they're you know me, man. You're you're cut from the same cloth. They're pretty pretty brutal fan, fan base and they don't have much to say to me and just because i've always bring back 2011 and it's funny how fast they shut up so i've got that on my you know my back pocket if i ever need it and uh it's just a robber that sticks with you for 364 days and you get to play it again so it's a good one and and uh i'm a college football you know kind of traditionalist and you know i hate to see it change and go away but uh, for a long time it's been a been a really good robbery be uh, enjoy this weekend uh i'm gonna go to the game are you going you going to the game Man, I'm a wuss. It's late and it's that's cold, man. It's gonna be like thirty degrees at kickoff. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna pass. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at three PM Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... 
Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Alley Show, Fox Sports Radio, live from the Tyrac.com studios. You know, you know, um, your, your guys' lives is kind of different than mine. I, I, I totally understand. So if you don't, there's, I'm sure there's a parallel somewhere in your life. Uh, when I was a junior in high school, this is 1993, 94. So we're talking almost 30 years ago. Um, 
the two high majors that were recruiting me were Florida, coached by Lon Kruger, and Virginia, coached by Jeff Jones. And the way it works in recruiting then, and to a certain extent now, is you, you have a recruiter, and that's the guy who you kind of connect with, and eventually you connect with the head coach. And Florida, again, was co- coached by Lon Kruger. 94, they went to the Final Four, Demet Hook. To, um, uh, they, they had a Dan Cross. They had an awesome team. But the recruiter was a man named Ron Stewart. And Ron, I don't know how he talked Lon Kruger into this, but he basically like felt like he lived in Southern California for the better part of the spring because he was recruiting me. First, he recruited Miles Simon, who was a, a grade ahead of me, about six months older than me. Um, and then, and, and me. And I mean, I remember seeing him all the time. Ron has gone on to do a, a myriad of things. He was the head women's coach at Western Michigan. He's been a, on the women's side, the men's side. He died of a massive heart attack at the airport last night. And just very, very sad. But it, it's amazing the people that come into your lives and you connect with them. And he was a, a became a dear, dear friend of mine. And I just got a text from another um, David Thorpe, who we worked with at Florida, was on that staff. They died. So my, my thoughts and condolences are... Are, are to the Stewart family. That's just so, so sad. So, so sad. Let's get to the press. The press. All right, Ilo, go ahead. Doug, the Washington, D.C. Attorney General has filed a new lawsuit against the Washington Commanders. This one accuses them of implementing an illegal scheme to cheat season ticket holders out of their deposits to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. The AG's office said in a statement, and I quote, the commander's arrogance and blatant disregard for the law is a slap in the face to district residents who have supported the team for decades, unquote. Oh, snap. Yeah, this guy, see, he's aggrandizing. He's doing his victory lap because he knows Dan Snyder is an easy target. And I mean, like, look, if they don't get the stadium built, and he can't build it with his own money, then it's a wrap. He's going to have to sell it. He's doing everything he can to make Dan Snyder sell the team because it's a very popular move. I don't know legally, though, uh, if, if it works that way. Speaking of the legal field, in the NBA, the therapist who accused former San Antonio Spurs player Josh Primo of exposing himself to her on nine separate occasions has now settled the lawsuit that she filed against the Spurs. However, the portion of the lawsuit that she filed against Primo remains active. The Spurs released Primo on October the 28th. I mean, they've they've had his back in saying he didn't do this. But they still released him. So why would you know what I mean? Like if there's no validity to it, then why would you have released him? I don't know. It's a crazy story. I will point out Tony Busby is the agent is the the lawyer in this story as well. That's right, the uh, the attorney for the accuser. In Major League Baseball, ESPN reporting that Aaron Judge's record-setting 60-second home run ball is headed to auction. The guy who caught it already turned down a $3 million offer for it. Sorry, by the way, that your offer was turned down, Doug. Yeah, I, 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 I just came up a little bit short, you know. I mean, I that, that's seat cushion money for me, but I... My other couch with all the Yay. seat cushion money isn't in my house currently. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. What do you guys like tonight? Let's start with you, Jason Stewart. You got the Packers welcoming in the Titans. The Packers are three-point favorites. The total is 41. Give me the Titans and the points. Titans and the points. 
Okay. What about you there, um, Isaac Lohenkron? Give me the Packers. Okay, Packers. John Ramos? Ooh, man. Could Aaron Rodgers be on his way up again? I don't know. Titans defense is pretty tough. I'll take the Titans and the points as well. Yeah, Titans. You're getting Titans. I'm going to take the Packers and the under. The Packers and the under. Remember, the Packers are three-point favorites. 30 degrees, supposed to be snowing. It's um, And then the big news is that Buffalo's game against the Browns is going to be played in Detroit because of the snowstorm. Crazy. Make sure you download the In the Bonus podcast. It's live now. It's not Gottlieb Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 